Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 9. Looking at verses 36 through 38, read from the New King James Version. Here we have another miracle that has been uh, done by the Apostle Peter. And this miracle is for the confirming of the gospel. And it exceeds the former miracle. The former miracle was that he raised uh, Aeneas, who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. He um, healed, uh, Aeneas was healed. So now he has been summoned to Joppa, which was about 10 miles northwest of Lydda. And that was about a six to eight hours trip. So um, men, two men from Joppa were sent to locate Peter in Lydda and have him return with them to Joppa. Let's listen to Acts chapter 9 verses 36 to 38, read from the New King James Version. At Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Again, Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 38, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 38, read from the New King James Version. The Apostle Peter has been summoned to come to Joppa from Lydda. And again, it was about a 10-mile ten, um, ten trip, ten, 10 miles away. And the commentaries told us that, the, uh, that Joppa was an important harbor city and it overlooked the Mediterranean Sea, and that the prophet Jonah had left from the port of Joppa on his ill-fated trip. So this isn't the first time Joppa is mentioned in the Bible. The uh, disciple was named Tabitha, which means uh, Dorcas, and it means deer. Both Both names Dorcas and Tabitha mean deer. This woman Deer as the the, uh, animal deer, not deer like dear to my heart. (laughs) This woman was a beloved member of the uh, Christian community in Joppa because she was full of good works and charitable deeds. 
uh, Luke noted that uh, Tabitha was full of good works and charitable deeds. She didn't talk about it. She didn't uh, wait for accolades for what she had done. She just did it. And that's what, you know, as Christians, we need to remember, we don't have to have a pat on the back. Her, her work did the, did the uh, talking, is what Matthew Henry said. She didn't have to brag about what she did. She just did it. Let me continue. Two men were sent to beg Peter to not delay in coming to them. Peter wasn't in Joppa when Tabitha died. Yet he wasn't far away, and the Christians in Joppa had heard that God was doing miraculous things through Peter in nearby Lydda. So they sent uh, and begged Peter to come, perhaps asking uh, while Darkus was still alive, and maybe just really, really ill, or she had just died. It was customary to bury corpses before sundown. The believers did not do that. They prepared. They only prepared her for burial and laid her in an upper room, suggesting that they believed that she could be raised, and they were in hopes that Peter would come and raise her to life again. So they washed her dead body, according to the customs, which is, uh, it was washed with warm water, which if there was any life remaining in the body, would recover it so that um, this was done to show whether she was really and truly dead and this is according to Matthew Henry they tried all the usual methods to bring her to life and could not and then the last cry was uttered so they were mourning they were weeping and crying and you can imagine her as she lie in state as we would say of dignitaries who, you know, uh, they are laid to rest where people can uh, go and view their remains. So she lies in state. And um, they had laid her out in her grave clothes in an upper chamber, which Dr. Lightfoot thinks was probably the public meeting room for the believers of that town. And they laid the body there so that when Peter got there, he would come and he might raise her to life in the uh, so, this solemnly place, in this solemn, you know, place of honor. The church had not previously experienced miracles of this nature, but we know that it it did occur during Jesus's life and ministry, because remember um, his friend uh, Lazarus, who had been dead for four days, and he raised him. So we know that they probably, because they, uh, they're disciples, she was a disciple, so she probably knew, and the people around her probably knew all of uh, Jesus' deeds and acts while he was on earth. So they had the, the, uh, the, the strength, the faith, that uh, belief that God could do anything through Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Perhaps the word of uh, the healing of, of Aeneas had also reached Joppa. So that gave them even more hope that Peter would uh, be able to bring darkness back to life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of faith 
the power of believing that if we uh, come to you with anything, that you don't turn us away. You do hear, you do listen, you do answer, answer our prayers. Maybe the prayer answer could be no, but God, we know that you hear. We know that you do answer, and we thank you for that. We thank you for the picture of faith that we see in this picture, in this scripture of believers who uh, went to the um, to Apostle Peter and begged him to come and lay his hand upon uh, one of your servants. And Father, we know that that's what you what Jesus promised that greater works than Jesus did, his apostles would do. So we thank you, Father, and we uh, pray for those who need you in that way, who need you as a healer, who needs you for their for provision, who needs you for protection, who needs you for whatever their needs are, Father. We thank you that your uh, word says that you are, that I am. Father, we thank you for the I am said of, uh, of the Old Testament. The I am, said Jesus said, we thank you that we can come to you with our needs and cast them upon you because you care for us. We're praying again for those who are affected in uh, different in um, Turkey and Syria. Of course, we're still praying for those in the Ukraine. We're praying for those who are affected by the weather here. Uh, so much is going on and so many things to pray for. But God, you're a big God. And nothing that's happening is taking you by surprise. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.